Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, September 29th. I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Got a lot of Chiefs ground to cover today by two voices. First, you'll hear from Andy Reid. It was good to see the head coach at the podium on Wednesday after missing him Sunday. The Chiefs had lost to the LA Chargers, and like every game, Reid was expected to address the media, but he didn't. We learned later that Reed had fallen ill, and that evening we found out that Reed had spent the night in the hospital, but he soon returned to work, and he was front and center today. He didn't go into detail about his ailment, but shared some thoughts about changing some habits. You'll hear our Vahe Gregorian and Sam McDowell ask questions about Reed's health. There's also a heavy dose of Josh Gordon talk. The 6'3 wide receiver is the Chiefs' latest addition, and Reed and quarterback Patrick Mahomes fielded several questions about when and how Gordon, the former All-Pro, will fit into the offense. Mahomes also addressed several other topics like the turnover problem the Chiefs have had lately and how the young offensive line is coming together. So let's get started. We'll hear first from Andy Reed and after a break, Patrick Mahomes. I appreciate everything you did, you know, respecting the situation. Um, I'm feeling great, first of all, and uh, it's good to be back and we're just getting on with get on with business as as usual here. So uh, but all's good and I do I do respect you for what you did and I also respect the people that tended to me during that time. It was it was they were top notch and, and all. So with that, um, as far as practice today goes, um, Richard Fenton uh, is in the concussion protocol. He um, he won't practice today, so we'll just see how he does here over the next few days. Everybody else will practice in some form today and get ourselves ready to play against a, a good Philly team. So um, we know they're very talented, and we've got to put in a good week of work and, and make sure that we uh, fix some of the issues that we've had over the last couple of games that we, we need to take care of. So um, our guys are aware of it, and we're going to work to fix that and at the same time get ready for this uh, this good football team. Anyways, with that time, yours. What, what's the plan for Josh Gordon? And where was the need when you guys set up for, for you to sign him? Yeah, so listen, I mean, Brett, Brett always keeps his eyes open for good players. Josh is a good player. I think we all know that. And he's worked hard on his situation um, and making sure it was right. He's been reinstated by the league, which I thought was important, an important step. And so we welcome aboard. Um, he'll be working on the practice squad and doing, uh, you know, seeing where he's at football-wise. So nothing immediate, but we'll just see see where he's at and what he what he can do. Take it from there. What's a reasonable expectation, time frame for when a guy who hasn't played football in two years now can sort of get himself yeah. into football shape, learn what you're doing, and, and, and maybe help you out? Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, he's pretty. Um, He's an honest guy. Uh, tells you, you know, he's easy to talk to, and so I asked him about that part. And you know, it's going to take a while. He's probably not going to play this weekend. <laughs> That's what you want to know. So, but we'll see. Just see how it goes over the next week or two, and see where he's at. Is bringing, in talent, bringing in a talent like Josh, uh, what does that do for a receiver room? Does it raise everyone's levels of play? Yeah, listen. I mean, we've got a, a great receiving room, and. Um, this is just another addition to it, and he's been such a good player. So anytime that you can add somebody like that of that quality, you try to do it within reason and 
that's where we're at with it. We'll just see how it, how it goes. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure it raises everybody's awareness that he's there. They they all know that he's he's a good player. So it's just a matter of getting back in the swing of things. And he seems like a good guy. So I don't think the chemistry will be uh, disrupted. At all. He hasn't been able to finish the season because of his off the field things that he's had go on. What's your confidence level that what you guys can provide for him here? Will, will be a, a, a safe place for him to be able to make it all the way through a year. Yeah, so he's had, you know, he's had a, a great eight months here of uh, taking care of business. And, and so, I, you know, the league obviously understands that he's a good guy. He had his issues, and he's, he's working on that. So, you know, everybody's given, you know, deserves an opportunity to at least try to do the right thing. So, What, what about your place? You guys are maybe a better place for him than some others on, on, in that regard. Well, we, I mean, we always sell Kansas City in general. Just uh, it's a great place to, to live and great fan base and so on. So you're going to have support. Um, as long as you're doing the right things, you have support. First, glad certainly that, that you're feeling better. I'm wondering if there's anything you can or, or I guess I should say would be willing to share about what happened after the game and just how you were feeling. Yeah, I'd probably just skip that. I, you know, um, I'll, I'll just leave. I'm not much on talking about all that stuff. I wish it would never happen, but it did, and I'm moving on. You know, but I feel great. And I appreciate the doctors for taking care of me. I mean, you know, they're they're phenomenal. So. Yeah, please. We're glad to see you back and healthy. I, not lost on you how concerned people were, and I, I do wonder if is this a sort of episode that makes you have to examine routines at all or anything that, that um, of that nature. Yeah, I mean, probably you're probably right. I, you know, you go back and you look at things, but. Um, asked a lot of questions so you know you look at things but I, I feel great right now so and everybody that's dealt with me is confident that it will continue that way so I'm good if they're good right they're the experts and, and you were uh, completely uh and he's coming right back to work on Monday well, I wish I could have gotten a couple more of these but I, I'm <laughs> I'm glad I'm here no, yeah one yeah I, I know Obviously, you had a chance to win a Sunday, but looking back on what you've seen the last couple of ball games, what gives you confidence in knowing that you're going to play your whole spot Philadelphia that will help you get your 100 win? Yeah, I hadn't thought about the 100th win, but I um, I know they're a good football team. I obviously know a lot of people there, but uh, besides that, once it kicks off, I mean, you're playing the game, and they're, they're, they're well coached. Nick's done a nice job there, so they're well coached, and they've got good players, and we just got to make sure we go through the whole prep this week of getting ourselves ready, you know, take it day by day here and situation by situation and get it, get ourselves right. And the enemy on, on Monday uh, in your place. Was it a concerted effort to run the football on Sunday? I know you rushed, rushed for 186 yards with what the defense gave you. Was it more a concerted effort after the time of congestion? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I've mentioned before, I mean, if defense is going to give us an opportunity to do something, we take advantage of that. At least try to come out on the right end of it. We didn't come out. We needed to score more points, and we didn't. We didn't do that. And you know, I know the guys talked to you about turnovers. I mean, you can't you can't turn the ball over like we did, whether it's a run game or the pass game. And we got to get better. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's right there. It's not. It's not a secret to you guys or anybody. We, we got to take care of that. Two questions, real quick. Just what's your envisioned role for Josh Early when he does make his debut? And secondly. Um, what are your thoughts on Willie Gay? Maybe is it possible for him to come back this week if everything goes well at practice? Yeah, so he'll, yeah, he, he uh, he's making progress. We'll just see what Willie and Josh, I've, I've kind of kind of do the same. I've, I haven't seen him out on the field or anything, so I want to see how that how all that goes. I, 
Andy, I know you, you, you got to treat this like another game, but I, I can't help but imagine that, that a lot of memories come back and it's a different kind of game in Philadelphia. How, how was your experience going there eight years ago playing the your preparation for this now emotionally. Yeah, well, no, listen, I, mean, I, love, I love my time there. Great people, great organization. I mean, they were tremendous to me and my family, so all that's great. But again, we're there to play this game and to do well, and so when it's all said and done, that's where my focus and time and mind and everything else is. So. Coach, how, how frustrating has the last couple of weeks been? You know, we, we, I think we all think this team is a really good team. To see them play the way they have the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, I've, I've said that, been honest with you, just that you can't turn the ball over in this league. I mean, I think we all know that. And so we've got to take care of business. Still, you know, let our personality show, but you, you've got to take care of the football. Bottom line, uh, there's too much competition in this in this league not to do that. But at the same time, we we do. We have good players, and, and we're going to get it right. I mean, we're all going to get it right, coaches and players. There's not a lot of teams that, that have avoided two-game losing streaks over the past years, but it's been a while for you guys. What's the mood been like in this facility the past couple years? Yeah, so I think the guys are real. We're, you know, as coaches, we're real with them. This situation is very obvious on what needs to take place, and we've got to make sure we get it done. And it, we're all in it. We're all in it, doing it together. So. Yeah, it's probably not a great question after what they asked you earlier, but where are you going for a cheesesteak uh, Saturday night? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, there, there wasn't a cheesesteak that I didn't like there, so I'll keep it at that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. First off, Patrick, what was it, uh, what was it like Sunday night after you heard the coach had to go to the hospital? And then normally, what did that mess up any of your routine? What was your concern level with him? And how excited are you guys to have him back here in the building? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a little concerning um, anytime you get to go to the hospital and do all that type of stuff. But uh, Rick Buckholter and um, those those guys, they they kept us informed. Um, they kept the kind of the leaders on the team informed. We kept everybody informed, and everything looked good. And I mean, he's back and seems totally normal now. Maybe a bigger question about you work hard, film. Mm-hmm. You do, you, the coach works like probably he's here before y'all get here mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You ever get concerned that it's maybe too much, as hard as they work on this stuff? I mean, you, you can't make him stop, though, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I, 
I mean, I know he loves this sport. I mean, he loves being able to coach us. And so uh, I've always thought if you're if you're doing something that makes you happy, it usually helps you live live longer. So uh, I'm pretty pretty sure he loves he loves doing what he does, and uh, I'm sure Tammy will help him uh, stay healthy uh, as time goes on. Of course, the Chiefs are bringing in Josh Gordon. Was that something that they, you know, ran by you before they brought him in? And then also, what's the move like in the wide receiver room? Does it make them feel like, um, you know, that they need to step their game up once he comes up to the main roster? Or what? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, definitely, we we like bringing in good football players, guys that work hard. Uh, and come here and want to win football games. And so uh, I thought it was a heck of an opportunity to bring him in here, involve him in that receiver room, and he'll have his role. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a great football player, but I think you know in, in this offense everybody gets a, a chance to make plays, and um, the guys love competing and love getting out there and trying to do whatever we can to win. Yeah, definitely for you, obviously, 6'3", big receiver, fast receiver. I mean, he gives you size something in the red zone that you may not currently have right now at the, at, you know, on the outside. What's he bring to you? Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's a big receiver. He's going to be a guy that even if he's covered, he's not covered. You can kind of throw it up there. He can make plays. Uh, but I'm excited to get to work with him. Um, from what I've, I've talked to him a little bit here now, he seems like a, a great dude that, that wants to come in and work. And so uh, we'll see as we get out here on the practice field uh, w- w- how he can help us as an offense. Do you remember much about him as a player from when he was back kind of his prime with the Browns? Yeah, I mean, everywhere he's been, he's kind of dominated. So, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, definitely exciting. He's someone, like I said, he, he's not covered when he's covered. He can make plays on one-on-one coverage, um, and I'm excited to have him uh, here with us. Since you, since you lost back-to-back games, how do you approach that just mentally? How, how, do, you, how do you handle those past couple days? Yeah, as I kind of sat back and thought about it, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's Now you know you have to go. I mean, there's no kind of we're going to try to get through and try to find a way to the playoffs. Now we're, we've put our back against the wall. So how are we going to respond? I think this is where you'll get the best out of everybody. You'll get the best out of every person in this locker room because you know that it's time to go now. We, every game matters if you want to do what we want to do. And uh, I'm excited to see how these guys respond, and myself included. Actually, so to that point, you mentioned playoffs. I've talked about on my show this week. Do you feel like right now, considering you're possibly you're looking at three games out, the first place of the playoffs start for you all now to get into the playoff mood now? Yeah, I mean – we, we've kind of dug ourselves in a hole now. I mean, so uh, we've lost these games that we usually don't lose until later in the season. It's my first time ever being going out, kind of getting out of September or right at the end of it and, and not having a winning record. So it's about how we respond, and that comes with every single day, how we practice. It comes with how we study the film. And then at the end of the day, it's how we play on Sundays. And so I'm excited for the challenge, and I'm ex- I know these guys in the locker room are excited as well. Getting a guy like Josh Gordon coming in midseason, what's your kind of plan for you know working with him and building some chemistry? But at the same time, you know, getting everybody ready. Yeah, I mean, we we get enough routes ran throughout the week. We're all be able to kind of start building that chemistry with him, and I'm sure they'll kind of incorporate him with a, a couple a couple roles in the offense as the season goes on and as we get him up to speed. We'll see where that takes us. I mean, you don't really know until you get out there and do it. But uh, I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to do it. How frustrating has it been with the extra tension for Tyreek, and how critical is it for you and EB to find ways to kind of break him loose uh, with the past two games? And yeah, I mean, he's such a good player. I mean, he's kind of seen this type of uh, thing happen to him throughout his entire career. It's our job to find ways to get him open, find ways to, to get him chances to make plays. We have to do that as to the best of our ability. He's such a playmaker, just finding ways to get him the ball. Um, and then at the end of the day, other guys have to step up and make plays as well, uh, myself included. It's frustrating in the sense that we, we want to get him involved as much as possible, but I think we're, we're ready for the challenge of it. And uh, we've done it over these last few years, so we'll find a way to do it again. As, as, as a leader of the team, uh, you guys the past couple years have been talking about the championship swagger. How do you guys get back to that mentally? 
Yeah, it comes with how we go to work every single day. Uh, I thought we actually had a good uh, week of practices last week. Um, it didn't translate to the game, but that's how we're going to respond to that. I mean, how are we going to come into the building this week, knowing are we going to try to make ourselves better so that we can find a way to have success on game day? So it's uh, it's how we respond. I've kind of said it a lot now, but it's true. I mean, uh, if you have that championship swagger, you don't let a loss in September affect what your mindset is, and that's getting better every single day so that you can put yourself in the best chance to make a run at the end of the season. Patrick, about receivers, how much are you wanting to get maybe Clyde more involved in the receiving and passing game so far? And just what new looks can you guys do against opposing defenses and maybe get him the ball more in space? Yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it'll open up naturally. I mean, as as we keep seeing more and more deep coverage, we're going to have to start involving that running back room. And obviously, Clyde has a special skill set when it comes to catching the football. I mean, I think as the season goes on, you'll see him get more and more involved in the in the pass catching game. But I mean, I thought we had a big week this last week of him running between the tackles, running tough. Uh, it wasn't those big splash runs. It was those hard-earned yards, and we're going to need that if we want to be who we want to be at the end of the season. That's one of the things that uh, Josh Ward has never had a problem on the field. And that's, mm-hmm. He's been great on the field, but he can't stay on the field because of what he's done off the field. He hasn't finished the season since 2012. As a leader of the team, do you have time during the year to try to help mentor someone and make sure they're doing those things right, or do you just have to, like, you, you can do it, you can do it. If not, you're gone. How, how does that work with you guys? I mean, I think you, you build relationships and kind of build that stuff off the field with everybody. I mean, I don't want to just single him out. I mean, I think every single person I've built relationships with, these are my friends that are in this locker room. It's not just like we're coming to work and we're working together. And so I'll, I'll do the same with him. And I'm sure that receiver room will do the same with him. We'll bring him in to this family that we've built in this locker room and try to get the, the best out of him, also obviously on the field, but off the field as well. And we want him to succeed in life more than just on this field. So we'll do the best we can to, to help him in any way possible. From Sunday's game and, and looked at your performance, the offensive line's performance. What did you see and, and how did you feel about it? I thought they battled as offensive line. We ran the ball well. They were able to protect against a really good defensive line, and I thought they battled to the very end. And then with with myself and myself in there, I mean, I thought I did what I was trying to do to win to the best of my ability. Obviously, I feel like I made a couple of decisions here and there that that kind of cost us there at the end. But I'll never I'll never go down without fighting and giving everything I have on that football field. And I'll learn from the mistakes that I made at the end of the game, and uh, I'll, I'll respond to be better next time. Patrick, just two things related to Andy. One is it sounds like you were kept informed pretty well and, and didn't get too worried, but but I do wonder what that first moment was like when you when you heard he'd been taken to the hospital or what, whatever the sequence was. What did you have any flash of great worry? Yeah, I did in a sense. You obviously are worried just in general when stuff like that happens, but they they told me kind of the scenario. They told me what was going on. So they they kept me kind of at ease knowing that it wasn't a a real crazy situation. It was something that they had under control that they had handled. So whenever you get a sense like that from the people that you trust, then usually you can kind of, your emotions can kind of settle a little bit. And just related to that, I mean, you've seen him have to bear a lot of stress, emotional stress, all sorts of things. And also in your relationship with him, you see how hard he works and saw him with a cane this summer. Do you ever step back and feel any greater sense of concern about his broader health? I don't just because I'm around him so much, so I know how much fun he's having, how much he's enjoying this. I don't think he wants to be anywhere else in this world than in, in this building with us. So I don't have that worry. Obviously, I want him to stay healthy and be a part of this for the long run, but I know he wouldn't rather be anywhere else than here, so why not let him be here? From the urgency that you mentioned earlier that you feel, is that something that's sort of understood in this locker room, or do you guys have ongoing conversations about I think it's kind of understood. I mean, obviously, we talk about being great every single day. We talk about trying to have the best day at practice. Um, but uh, we're not used to losing here. So uh, whenever we lose a couple games, we don't like that feeling. Um, and so we have to do whatever we can to be better because, I mean, we're, we're going to get 
great games at every single team we play on this schedule. And uh, if we want to end the season where we want to end the season, we have to have that urgency every single day to make ourselves better. Three games in, Patrick, any thoughts on how the offensive line has improved, how you're sort of meshing with them? Is there anything that you noticed in Sunday's game that was maybe better than the first two games or maybe something you need? Yeah, I think you, I mean, you could kind of nail it down to one little thing. I mean, if you look at Sunday's game, uh, the way that we were communicating on the first screen that we ran, we let a linebacker come through, which could have been out the gate. And you saw we ran a screen that wasn't exactly the same, but very similar later on in the game, and they picked it up perfectly. And I think that just comes with the communication that they have. They're learning from things that they, did, they didn't do well the week before, and they're getting better the next week. So I'm excited for this group as an offense, as an offensive line, everybody as a team, as we go through these struggles together, coming out better on the other side. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, I want to call your attention to something new. It's called the Morning Sports Edition. You know about the Star Z edition, you probably even get it. That's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription. Well, now there's an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open up the e-edition, there's a box in the upper right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can access about 15 to 25, sometimes even 30 pages of sports. Maybe you get the link in your email, but either way, it's access to complete coverage of the previous day and evening sports news, features, statistics, everything. It's fantastic, especially as the baseball season winds down, and you got all these wild card races and Salvador Perez's chase of the Royals' home run record. So listen, thanks for listening and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. We'll be back on Thursday talking college sports. So be sure to stay tuned then.